Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Yeah, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, you know, I've been looking forward to this chat for a while. Now we're trying to set this up for a few weeks, man. You've been a busy person, man. You've been all over the place lately. Yeah, man. It, it's been crazy. You know, it's 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 probably been the craziest season of my career thus far. Um, I've I've never really worked on this many projects like back to back like this. Uh, so it's definitely been a blessing and um, a huge learning experience for me as an artist. So, yeah, I mean, the listeners of you is the Tune City View, you know, they're going to see you in your latest project. Well, Trent, which just premiered on ABC a few days ago. Right before we jumped on this interview, I was reading more about the show. I watched it the other night, but the reviews are they're coming in pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah, they are. I um, I saw like I tried, you know, what they say, don't look at the reviews, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I just saw like that. It got like almost uh, I think it was like almost like eight stars out of 10 and I was like okay like it, it seems like it's doing pretty good you know for for you know for it first coming out so I was like okay that's good I, I feel like you know we got a good you know start and just got to see where it goes so. right right and then you know next month of course yeah uh, you know we have a uh, Outer Banks uh, season three that comes up on Netflix you know so we'll talk oh. a little bit about those shows in a little bit but I you know I want to get to know more a little about about Dion I mean like what made you get into the industry what, what made you fall in love with acting Man, it was kind of like, I just kind of like fell into it with, with schooling. You know, my mom, uh, I was in transition uh, from this private school I was going to. And my mom was like, look, I want to I take you out of here. And I, I just want to get you some, someplace better. Um, and she had me audition for this uh, performing arts school in my hometown in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and I got in out of like 200 kids in the theater program because there's like a bunch of different majors in the school, mm-hmm. but I couldn't play an instrument or draw or anything like that. So I was just like, I'm going to just try theater thing. Is. Right. Um, so I did that. I, I got in out of like 200 other kids and, and I just uh, I just started, you know, doing plays. I didn't know what I was doing and I just caught the bug. And, um, you know, I was already, you know, making like films at home like I, I had like an old like camera and I would just get my yeah. friends together and we would just make little short films but at the time I didn't know that what I was doing was acting like I was just having fun you know I was just making these these films and and I had no I was really just having fun I was just being a kid and just and just enjoying every moment of it and then it just led to something greater so mm. yeah now was your mom in the industry or anything because you said she put you towards like the theater and everything no, she wasn't. Wow. My mom worked as a teacher and she was a uh, she was a nail tech for, for some years. And um, but what's funny is she actually recently just told me this. Um, she said that she always like aspired to like go to like California and, and mm. be an actress, but she never thought it was possible. And like she just recently told me this. My mom, is, you know, she comes from like a small country town where like stuff like that. It's like you tell people you know, that type of stuff. They're just going to look at you like, what, what are you talking about? Um, so she, she had dreams of like being a Hollywood actress. And like, mm-hmm. I never knew that till literally like this past year, but she told wow. me, but she said that she's kind of living vicariously through me. And like, I'm, I'm living out her dreams. And she said, she's like, you know, I thank God that, you know, he's working my dreams through you. 
And I'm like, wow, I, I did not know that all these years, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah. What was her reaction the first time she saw you, like, perform, like she saw you on TV? You remember? Uh, she was, my mom's like my biggest fan, man. She, yeah. <laughs> she is, she's like, I, I want to say she was, I don't remember exactly, but I know she was probably ecstatic. Like she, she's just always super excited and happy to see me on something always, you know, bragging and telling the family and stuff like that. You know, you know, I got really supportive parents. So yeah. That's awesome. Now are you still based out of South Carolina and do you travel like for your auditions or zoom or where, where, where are you located these days? So I moved to Atlanta, uh, okay. I don't know, it's like four years ago, but I was in Charleston and then I, yeah, I relocated here. Uh, I want to say it was like 2019, beginning of 2019 when right. I relocated here and I'm still here now. So that's great about the whole acting thing. Like, I've had past guests on like, yeah, some of them moved to Atlanta, some moved to Vancouver, yeah, LA, but they, they, sometimes they just like to stay away from LA. They just travel back and forth, do what they have to do and get back to get back on the plane, get back home. Yeah, man. I look Atlanta's like a booming, right? Like little town, man, and and it's not little. It's it's actually a big city, but like it's 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 like the new Hollywood, in my opinion. You know, there's a lot of stuff happening here, a lot of opportunities uh, that are here, and a lot of a lot of actors that have left Atlanta to go to LA are actually you know wanting to come back in some aspects because of you know it's it's a little bit cheaper, and then the work here it's enough to you know sustain yourself. Um, but yeah, I've definitely thought about, I love LA, like to visit, you know, there's beautiful parts of LA. Um, I haven't been to Vancouver yet. I have an agent that's based there, but a lot of projects I auditioned for, you know, are filming out there too. So that's the place I definitely would love to work at this upcoming year. So, yeah. So, uh, growing up, Deanna, what were some of your favorite films and TV shows? I'm kind of interested in this. I want to know, like, if, cause you know, that probably made you pursue even more into the, this industry. Man, when I was younger, it's funny because, like, when I was younger, I had this, like, dream of being on Disney Channel. Like, okay. I really wanted to be, like, a Disney Channel kid. I wasn't, like, to be, like, honest, I wasn't, like, into, like, all the serious films growing up. I was more so, like, I was watching, like, what kids watch, man. I was watching Nickelodeon, Disney Channel. I was just a kid, bro. And, like, I, I, would, I would look at the Disney shows and be like, man, I want to do that. That's what I want to do. And, like, I remember... Being like, I, I I probably was like 12 or 13. I was like, by the time I was 16 years old, I'm going to be on a Disney show. And I remember thinking that, but I had no idea what acting was. Like, I had no mm. idea of the business the industry. It was just like a, a, a fantasy. Like, oh, I would love to be like, I want to do the little Disney little thing where you draw the thing, the little Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah. You know, I wanted to do all that. But then, you know, now that I'm older, I'm just like, you know, in a whole different, a whole different lane than what I ever thought I would be at that time when I was thinking about Disney. So yeah, man, I was watching, I was watching that like, but my mom was actually a, actually a big movie person. So she would, she would like have me watch films and stuff with her. A lot of like horror films um, and like a lot of indie films. Now that I, now that I'm remembering, we would sit and just watch a lot of indie films. And, and now I have like more of an appreciation for indie projects as well, because like, I feel like uh, it's a very tight knit group of people, you know, they're, they're really not coming together for the money. It's really just tell the story. So, yeah. That's amazing about indie films too. Like, you know, like you might get a title in your hands or even like you could be part of it and like, you don't hear that much about it, but as soon as it comes out, everybody's talking about it. And then it eventually gets released in theaters because it did so well in the indie scene. Right. Right. Yeah. Like you got, you know, Moonlight, you saw what Moonlight did 
and ended up winning an Oscar. And, and you know, some of the best stories are told through indie films, man. Because like everybody, you know, you're not making really no money. You're there to like mm-hmm. tell the story. You know, everybody's super passionate about the story, and I think it's a, a really beautiful process. And I I feel like it's the real nitty grittiness of filmmaking, and I love it. So. You also mentioned you said you, you were like making your own stuff when you were younger. Now, was it always that was the plan always acting, or did you ever think about like working behind the scenes also? Big time behind the scenes. I actually, yeah. I actually went to college. Uh, I, I started college for filmmaking. Okay, like I was going to college for filmmaking, and then I and then uh, I don't know what happened. I, I I think I was just like school's not for me. Like I was never like a huge. Mm academic person I was very like always just in my own headspace creatively like I just wanted to create um and and just being back in that school environment I was like yeah homework eh, I just, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's try this acting thing out again let's see let's see what what we could do with that so I remember I just got an agent started auditioning again and yeah but I actually still shoot now I shoot uh, me and my brothers own a production company so we shoot a lot of weddings on, on the side and, and and stuff like that so I still you know I still pick up the camera now. Awesome. So, yeah. You, uh, you mentioned behind the scenes too. Is it mostly like, do you want to like eventually get into like writing and, and directing too? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I think I, I've written a few scripts. Uh, I just yeah. haven't brought them to life yet. Cause I'm super like uh, hard on myself when it comes okay. to writing. Like I feel like it needs to be like perfect. And I I've written so many short films. Like I have like stuff that I want to make. That I just like, I, I, I just am like, yeah, I'll just wait till, you know, I, I feel like it's perfect and, and that really never comes. So like, I just need to, you know, make a project, just do it. Right. Um, and hopefully this year I can do that actually. So. And the great thing now is like, for like, for you guys, like you have a bigger opportunity with all these streaming things in the, you know, in the industry, you have a, a big opportunity to get your project made somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. There's definitely a lot, a lot of uh, platforms that are, you know, uh open to emerging filmmakers um i actually did a um i think it was like in 2021 i did a short film for lena wife's uh production company hillman grad i don't know if you've heard of uh that company but um basically what she did was she she uh made like this uh almost like a casting where she was trying to find like new filmmakers or upcoming filmmakers that had stories to tell and she would just basically choose like a, a group of those filmmakers, give them a budget of $100,000 to make a, a short film. And it would it would be shown at Tribeca Film Festival. So I actually got the opportunity to lead a, a short film um, that was directed by DeAndre Gosfield um, and Quincy Lanier uh, and, and got to premiere at Tribeca. And I got to meet Lena and, and meet all these like emerging filmmakers who are super talented and she gave that opportunity. She gave them that 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 space to share their stories on mm. on a on like a huge scale, like Tribeca Film Festival. Like that's right. you know it's huge. So you know I got to go out there and experience that, and that was really like that was like wow, you know, amazing seeing all these people's stories come to life. And yeah, it was it was a great experience. That's awesome. So I mentioned uh you know before we got on the air, while we start the interview that uh, your latest project will Trent, how are you now with your approach for this? And, you know, we see you as Jeremy Mitchell uh, in the series. Yeah. So it came in, you know, like how most auditions come in, it's a self tape submission. Um, I was, it was crazy, man. I was actually filming an independent feature. Like I was like okay. right at the start of filming this movie. 
and I was like, it's one of those roles where like, I really wanted to focus on the role that I was playing because it's like a really gritty, deep, like gut-wrenching kind of um, role and character, his story that I had to really tap into and, and go to some dark places to really uh, make it come to life. And I just wasn't really like trying to audition right in that moment. But my, you know, my agents were like, you know what, we're still going to send you some opportunities. These are great opportunities. And Will Trent came along. And also what's crazy about that is uh, one of the uh, series regulars on that show also played my mom in a movie that I had uh-huh. previously finished earlier in the year. And she, we actually met um, and, and she was like, yeah, I think this role would be good for you too. Like you should definitely try to get your reps to, you know, get you an audition for it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I, but in my head, I'm like, I'm working on this project. I'm trying to focus, you know, and I probably won't get this role, but if I'll audition for it. So I sent in the tape and I was like, I'm not getting this. And I kind of just went back to focus on the film. And then a couple of days later they called and, you know, made the offer. And then, wow. Yeah. Here we are. So I watched the, <laughs> the 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 first episode the other night. Uh, how would you like describe the show? It kind of reminds me of you know it's kind of like that you know the police detective drama type, but a little comedy and a little bit in a way yes. also. It's definitely comedy in there, and it's funny because like at first when I got on, because I didn't know what Will Trent was to be honest with you. Like I I I knew it was based on like a series of novels by. Karen Slaughter, like once I once I had like done the research from the audition, I was like, and I had saw like the breakdown that said this based on the novels. Um, I was like, okay, cool, it's gonna be like a super dark drama, crime, mm. you know, a bunch of murder. Cool. That's like that's cool. That's like I like to do drama stuff like that. Then I get like on set and I see like Jeremy's having these lines where it's kind of like comedic relief, and it's like, I'm like, oh, oh, I have to, I have to be funny in this kind of, so like, it was like, I was like kind of taken back. I'm like, I'm so used to being like, you know, serious and stuff. And I was like, okay, a little challenge. I like it. Uh, and it kind of got me back to my roots of doing like theater. Cause I was doing a lot of like comedy and theater growing mm. up. Um, I would mainly do comedy stuff. Uh, and it, and it kind of like made me have to like, you know, go back to those roots and, and pull from, you know, maybe a piece of myself that I had, you know, that had gone dormant for, for a while. So it, it's definitely been a cool experience tapping back into that. Um, but I would describe it as, yeah, it, it's definitely still has its like serious moment. Um, and it's, it's definitely a very like interesting take on it. Cause like, I know, the, the characters, the way they portray them are a bit different than how the novels were. And I, mm. I've been seeing people say that, uh, but I think it gives like a fresh take on on this story. And I think Raymond, who plays uh, Will, is doing a remarkable job. And I think this cast is, is really actually quite remarkable. Um, and it's been fun working with everyone who I've gotten to work with so far. Yeah. So. Is your character in the novels? Uh, not that I've read so far. Okay. I I... Yeah, I gotta still continue reading because there's like ten of them. Yeah. So, but I don't think my character is. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But right. yeah. Now, because yeah. of that, now like, did you find it easier to play this character? Like, to, like put your own input how to play him? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you know, it gave me some some artistic freedom to kind of craft it the way I see it. Um, but you know, the writers kind of told me like. I had a conversation with one of the writers. They were like, yeah, there's this like whole storyline between, cause like my mom is Faith Mitchell in the show and her mom was like a detective and her and Will Trent had a relationship that kind of some stuff, I don't want to give away the show, but some drama right. happened with that. And so my mom had some like, you know, 
unsettled feelings towards Will, and that kind of falls on me. And there's a whole storyline with like, you know, my father leaving and all this stuff. So they're going to really expand the character and the family dynamic. And uh, I'm excited to see where it goes because we're actually still shooting right now. So how many uh, episodes are we looking at for this season, for the first season? Man, I can't. I, I literally you cannot tell you. I, like, <laughs> I, the only thing I know is when they're like, here's the script for the next episode. See you next week. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's literally all I know. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and you, you mentioned you're still filming. Uh, when's the next time you're going back on set? Uh, next week, I want to say either next week or the following week after that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So how many how many uh, episodes have you filmed for your character so far? So far, I have filmed four, uh, three technically because the they added me in the pilot, but it's just my voice. If you saw, you probably heard my voice on the right. phone call, my mom. Um, but yeah, so I think four physically in person no three physically yeah so now you mentioned the cast also how is it working with the cast for this uh it's been so far it's been great man i mean i most of my scenes are with iyanta who plays my mom uh faith mitchell in the show and she's great to work with super kind super open uh very talented um yeah so most of my scenes have been with her and then and then uh raymond who plays will uh and He's great. Everybody's so kind and it's like a, it's like a family and you know it's very professional. Everybody's very like focused. You know, they're trying to get the job done, you know, but it, it's it's great. Everybody has great vibes on that on that on that set. So yeah. yeah. So you mentioned we you know we we in the first episode we we hear your voice and eventually we're going to see you on the show. Uh mm-hmm. how uh have your friends been bugging you when we're going to see you when we're going to see you? <laughs> There's been some jokes like I was, I was actually at like a little viewing party for one of my homies who uh he had his uh, debut on the show called The Game, and we were uh, just chopping it up. And they were like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's watch Dion and Wiltshire." I'm like, "Look, I'm not y'all can hear my voice in the first episode, but you're not gonna see my face. Yeah. If you want to see my face, you gotta wait till like third episode." But um, yeah, it is. It, they're they're excited to see it. You know, um, I kind of nowadays I'm like, you know what? I I done my work. I don't really want to look at it myself. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to let the world, you know take it as they take it because like i feel like as an actor i did my job you know so yeah and like i mentioned too uh you know the shows so far it's getting great reviews so hopefully they'll keep it going you know i have a good feeling about it man i have i really i I feel like it's got a strong start and i have a good feeling about it because it's already had like a solid fan base based on the novels right and and you know the way that it shot too i really like the way that they chose to shoot it um the the cinematography choices and stuff like that i think it's really 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 different and and unique and i feel like people are going to continue to dig it so that's awesome so i you know i mentioned earlier also um we saw you in outer banks did you think mm-hmm. this show was going to become this huge man not when we first not when we first started no like that's the thing like what i what i was saying when you do something like you don't really know how right. it's going to turn out until it comes out but like the situation with outer banks was like you know, we filmed that like pre-pandemic and then like when it was in post was like right in the start of the pandemic, like when, when stuff really started to hit the fan. Mm. So everybody was home, you know, everybody was chilling at home and so everybody could watch the show and, you know, binge it, you know, and, and it just it just blew up. It blew. I remember thinking like I was like, man, I think I had like a thousand followers on Instagram like at the time and I was just like, 
and I'm not gonna. This isn't. Nobody's gonna notice me. Like this is uh, this role. It'll probably just come out, and then it'll just. It'll, you know, I didn't really have any expectations, but then I, the show dropped, and I remember like checking my Instagram account, and like the next day I had like thirty thousand followers. I'm like, wow. what? Like, and it just kept going up every single day, and and it just it when you get a Netflix show that big, it just yeah. like you just become more accessible, and like people just like they want to know you know obviously who you are and it's just mm. floods man it really like it really like floods it's crazy and from what i saw on imdb it looks like you're gonna be in a couple episodes coming up that we'll see you on yeah i'm i'm excited about it man i think i, I to be honest with you i low, know very little about season three uh but i feel like it's gonna be crazy i based on the teaser which i'm sure you've seen yeah i i think the cinematography on this season has gone up another level too. And I always talk about the cinematography because I'm a filmmaker too. So I always like have a, a deep appreciation for that as well. Mm. And I feel like they really took a different approach with the with the visuals. It's it, it it's very much more like a film, I feel like, this season. Like it looks it's beautifully shot. Um and and yeah, you know, I, I feel like it's just gonna be another crazy adventure. Yeah. So and who knows? Maybe yeah. we'll see a season four eventually too. Yeah, that's a, hey, you know, I, I never know. You won't say no. Know. You won't say no. If yeah, I'm not going to say, look, if they say, hey, Kelsey, <laughs> want you to come, I'm not saying no. I'm there. I'm there. That's right. You know? that's right. Now, <laughs> now I, what's next for you now? Any of the projects you're allowed to tell us about or you're about to work on or release? Yeah, man. So I got a movie that's uh, coming out in April. They actually, they pushed the release back because it was supposed to come out in March. But it's the uh, George Foreman biopic for Stony Pictures. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're telling the story of, you know, the great George Foreman, like a lot of people know him just for like his grills and stuff. And right. this, this man, this wonderful, amazing man had a whole boxing career before where he, you know, he, he faced so much, you know, uh, adversity and he, you know, he, the things that he did in his, in his life, in his career, like coming back at the age of 45 and winning the heavyweight, you know, title of the world. That's like, he's like the oldest person to ever do that and broke that record. And he won it. You know, at first, you know, back when he was younger and he took like a 20 year break from boxing right. and came back and won it again at 45. Like, that's huge. So I'm, I'm excited for people to see that story. And, you know, it's being directed by George Tillman Jr., who did The Hate You Give. And, you know, that was a great movie. And he's he was a great director to work with. I got to, you know, work with Forrest Whitaker. He's on this. John Magaro. Uh, Chris Davis, who plays George, uh, George Foreman, is, is just remarkable in this role, I think. Not a lot of people know who he is now, but when this movie comes out, they will know who he is. And that that was like I spent four months in New Orleans filming that. Um, actually, while uh, season three of Outer Banks was filming, so that was a crazy experience. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, that comes out in April. Um, and then I got a I got a, a guest star role in uh, this show called Swagger on Apple TV. Okay. That's coming out. I don't know when that's coming out. Um, and then I did a show called Them on Amazon Prime. Uh, directed by Little Marvin, and if if you like the sh the movie Get Out or you know Us, Nope, stuff like that, it's very yeah. much that kind of weird psychological horror. Uh, so yeah, I got those projects coming out. I'm pretty excited for it. I feel like they're gonna be they're gonna be solid. That's amazing. I told you, man, you've been busy. You don't stop. Yeah, man, it's <laughs> look, and I hope it doesn't let up. I just want to keep going. You know, right. I, I really, I just want to keep telling stories and and being able to work with amazing people like how I've been fortunate and blessed to be able to do this past year. That's awesome. Dion, uh, lastly, now let's end this by uh, how can the viewers and listeners find you on social media to keep up with you? 
Yeah, you can find me at the Dion Smith on Instagram. Um, that's pretty much all I use. I don't really get on Twitter or anything. So yeah, the Dion mm-hmm. Smith on Instagram is where you can find me. And for the listeners, the viewers, if you want to follow Dion, it's also I've noticed a lot of motivation uh, quotes from you too. Yeah, yeah, I try to look. <laughs> I try to you know speak from like a real place because I right. feel like a lot of time with social media, uh, we see the highlights of everybody's life and we see the win yeah. and we don't see you know, the hardships and stuff like that. And I feel like if a lot more people, you know, saw that from people they look up to or admire, they wouldn't compare themselves. Maybe, you know, the people that might be comparing themselves and, and, you know, beating themselves up. Cause I've no, I know I felt that feeling. So like to have someone to be able to like advocate and and be like, Hey, no, like it's not everything that glitters isn't gold all the time. You know, this Mm. is real life we're living life happened. You know, that's important to, 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 Especially this generation, because all it is right. is we're just on our phone scrolling all day yeah. and looking at other people's lives and comparing ourselves. And, you know, it's a, a, a lot of it is just the highlight. And, you know, yeah. we're all human beings. I don't care, you know, Denzel Washington, human being, he lives like stuff happens to him, you know. And yeah. people think people have this perception that celebrities uh, or people, you know, of, of, of notoriety just don't struggle with real life and they're perfect. And, like nah bro we're people we're humans so right. yeah uh, Dion, this was great uh i want to thank you for giving me a few minutes today let's get you back on when you get more projects down the road too this was sounds fun, good man, man. Love, i love good. talking yes. to you it was good yes sir thank you for having me man that's a wrap that's a wrap everybody that's a wrap thanks for listening to the man cave chronicles podcast i finally get my man cave you can find us on twitter facebook and instagram at the mcc podcast and our website the mccpodcast.com until next time, next time.